Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Community Champions podcast. I'm Zoe, Zoe McEwen, Community Manager and Engagement Strategist. And uh, I have a guest with me today who is all about Facebook ads, funnels and Facebook ads. And that is something we've not talked about before on here. Uh, it's not something I talk about lots either. I think people um, are wary of ads and see lots of other people talking about the excitement of ads and how brilliant they are. And then lots of people on the other side talking about how much money they've lost. So it's a real, uh, I, I find ads a real something of extremes. So I have lots of questions to ask. So we're going to do this one a little bit differently in that um, I think it would be really important for all of us who are kind of starting out online a bit, maybe in your first year, to learn as much as we can about ads um, we will talk obviously about community because ads and community go together. But um, while Katie is here, so I'll just introduce Katie. While Katie is here, we want to see if we can find out and learn as much as possible. So today I'm talking with Katie Kalella. Uh, hi, Katie. Welcome. Hi, Zoe. Thank you so much for having me. Excited to be here. Yeah, nice to meet you. So um, how long ago was it that you went online with your business and started doing ads and funnels for people um started running ads my own business and pretty much grew my own business with ads going back uh 12 years ago I think when I first started it so completely self-taught at that stage um and like I said it literally grew my business it was a product business at the time I sold that six years ago and then decided to go service-based with my next business. I've pretty much been self-employed since I was 18. So it was always a question of what business is going to be next. Um, I'd had enough of product and wanted to go into service. So I decided initially um, to be a VA, just thinking I could hit the ground running, make money straight away with something that I knew kind of I could, I could do with my hands tied behind my back. That quickly, quickly, quickly led to women in service-based businesses, um, funnels, the techie side of things. And then I would kind of mention that, yes, I'd had experience running ads for myself. And before you knew it, I kind of started doing ads for clients, um, up-leveled and, and did some extra um, learning and mentoring with the ads specifically. Um, and then kind of started to get a bit more known for specifically ads. So moved away from, I, I dabble the odd occasional kind of funnel stuff and the, the nurture because they go hand in hand. But yeah, absolutely, ads are kind of my jam and that's where I'm at at the moment. So I've been doing it now for clients for a good six years. Yeah. So how did you, um, before we go into the ads, how did you grow your audience online initially for you? Uh, did you do ads yourself? I know that's always yep. like, how did that work for you? Previous business, like literally 100% with ads and giveaways, because back in the days, you know, 12 years ago, Facebook was a very different platform and you could mm. do things a little bit differently. Um, and then this business, I started off um, running ads just to grow my list and increase visibility. And it was very slowly, but surely I didn't use huge budgets and I'm not I'm, I don't believe that you have to use large budgets um either so it was something that I kind of tested on myself and as I was up leveling and skilling up as well it was something that I was bringing more into my own business um and there are times when I I pull back on my on using ads myself just because sometimes it's a visibility thing of oh I don't know how much I want to be seen and that's part of the problem and I think some of the negativity sometimes around not just ads but visibility and increasing visibility there's a whole other negativity 
linked to that as well and, and a worry and a well what's going to happen am I going to get trolled is this going to happen I'm going to get ne- negativity of friends and family from my past going to see me and that hope opens up a whole other ball game I guess so um but yes long and short I do use ads to grow my own business as well yeah, as the clients. absolutely well makes sense doesn't it um yeah the, the, th- the thing that you teach is is the thing that you know really well and you've yeah found something that works and so you repeat it it's the same for me as you do. my yeah membership you know I maintain high level of numbers in my membership and and that's what I teach you know moving people from your free group to your paid groups um and and kind of a, a, on a repeat because because that's what I know and I've got a proven track record for something that works yep. um and why wouldn't you share that and obviously that comes at a cost because you've spent six years tweaking those methods yes. to get them to where they are you mentioned um sometimes I'm using it for visibility sometimes so that's one of the things that I didn't really think about with ads mm-hmm. and I know I mean I talk about it with Facebook groups like your Facebook group can be your sales page it can be um your visibility it can be your um nurturing after people have worked with you it, you know it has lots of different uh it could be where you advertise your offers it can be where mm-hmm. you learn from your clients there's lots of different reasons for having one it can grow your email list as well and I pres- presume you from what you said then the ads is the same that you could use yeah. ads for different things maybe even just to test an offer or a yeah a so I think yeah, many years ago yeah exactly exactly what you said so many years ago you could literally run an ad that kind of said hi I'm Katie here's my thing buy my thing you know it has got harder in that sense um and people need as you know more nurture more touch points before they generally buy into you so a huge part of what I try and educate people with ads is yes, you will get a return on investment, but the financial return on investment might not be immediate. That might take three months, six months, nine months, because you will need to nurture people, give them value. Um, again, creating that community, whether that's in a group on your social media, on your pages, on your email list. I do believe you have to grow an email list, and that's another port um, and a touch point, as well as all the social media platforms and wherever else you are showing up and being visible. Um, that should all be part of your obviously bigger strategy. Um, but yeah, I think looking at it as a first and foremost, increasing the visibility and secondly, building your list. And whether that's, you know, a list, obviously on your email list, but also you could build that funnel online. So you could just be showing up online, you know, showing up to somebody 10 days later, showing up again with something else, 10 days later, showing up. Um, people that are really visible, someone like Denise Duffield Thomas, I always see doing it really well. So she'll be leading up to a launch and you'll just see her everywhere and she'll be retargeting you. So you'll be like, oh, she's there again. No, and she really shows up well. And because being a successful business owner, I believe one of the most important parts of that is being visible in the right places. It helps you do just that. So, you know, many years ago, um, I remember reaching 26% organic reach on Facebook pages and groups. It just doesn't really happen these days. So it's almost, well, this is another angle of replacing that. It's another way of getting in front of those people, your ideal clients, but using strategic and targeted ads. Um, so, yeah, absolutely. It's just exactly what you said. Visibility, growing the list, growing that audience, all the things that we need to do to grow a successful business. Yeah. And you're almost creating a separate community in your ads manager of people 
Um, but then you can do so much more with that list and, and yes. the, the opportunities for sectioning it off and learning lots about them and, and things like that are huge. I know once you've got ads, so you can learn a lot about your business and your audience you as well. Um, if you, if you know what you're looking for and if you know how yes. to do it, because so, so one of my first questions is, um, you know people will dabble in ads with people yep. will set them up um and I was there's a I was amazed at how easy um now they've changed so I think I went on my page and it was like do you want to turn this into an ad yeah so I don't know I've never done the boost thing but I don't know if it's similar to the boost thing but it's like you can mm-hmm. turn this into an ad um and and it's very quick and very easy so is 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 there any merit at all in just throwing some ads out there just to test stuff and see about an audience with very little prep. So like if you've done a video on your page and it will say, do you want to turn this into an ad? Is that like the boost thing? Like be very yeah, wary. Pretty, yeah, pretty much. I would never recommend, and I say never say never because you know occasionally things can really work. So never say never, but on the whole, I wouldn't recommend boosting or doing an ad in that way. I would learn to do them correctly in the full setup in the back end of ads manager where you've got the full information you've got full targeting you've got full data coming through you've got all the options and you can create ads and I think most people that come to me you know you were saying earlier about there are some kind of negative comments and and some people just really despise ads or have this negative kind of thought about them before they've even got started a lot of people will come to me and say ads don't work for me and I say okay well what have you done so far well I boosted something for 50 pounds and I got nothing from it and I'm kind of like well what did you actually expect to get from a 50 pound boosted post that isn't particularly targeted and and all the rest of it so I think it goes back to an educational piece of ads are massively powerful but they do need to be set up correctly and you know again if you're dabbling um a lot of the time they're not going to work and then you're not going to get that back anything from it um but also what were you expecting to get back in terms were you expecting someone to come and knock your door and say can i sign up for that five thousand pound package that's amazing you know it's not going to happen like that if you're even doubling or trebling the money in the return on investment then that is a great place to be if you can get to a stage where you're covering your ad spend and still growing your list and leads. That's a great place to be. You know, it's amazing. But people, I think, sometimes have this maybe, I don't know, not great expectations. Um, and it's part of my job is to manage those expectations. And I'm always hugely transparent as soon as I speak to somebody at what, about what they can potentially expect. Um and to manage those expectations going forward, because if someone's coming and utilising ads and they've seen a major success story and someone spent £300 and had 10000 back, I'm not saying it doesn't happen. It, it can happen. Um, but that's not what I would say to expect from that mm. amount of ad spend. I would say expect some visibility, expect some leads on your list and then go, you know, continue that nurture process. Um, yes, you might get lucky early on. If nothing else, you're going to grow your list and visibility. And like I said, a lot of these people might convert further down the line. It's not they're going to see you once and then sign up to your thing. They might do, but it might take them three months, six months, nine months longer. Um, You know, we all have this journey we take our clients through. Yeah, absolutely. And we all, um, you know, everybody listen to this, everyone that's got their own business. We all know, I know that just one tweak of something 
Mm-hmm. that I tell them usually is the opposite of the thing they're doing and it'll be the same for you if you just change that thing yeah. or if you just flick that I think we can you know one tweak from somebody like me or you or them whoever's listening they know that they're yes. an expert in whatever their thing is that you pay out for somebody that's put in the time and done umpteen different ad campaigns with different people can make all the difference between Absolutely. something that you dabble in for three weeks feel like it's drained you of money and time you don't really know what you're doing and you're just frustrated and then you feel bad about ads and you just like Mm -hmm. they don't work yeah um or something which uh has a a longer you know isn't the quick fix but actually you've you've still got to put the time in you've still got to put the effort in. you've still got to create the ad um make sure that you watch it and monitor it and that it's working and all of those things that go on behind the scenes with with ads it's not something you can just switch on and leave to to run on its own and um and as you say just sit back and wait for the clients to come mm-hmm. um so if if all of us uh, you know less than all of us but if all of us are expecting our clients to buy into our stuff um why do we think that we can dabble in ads and and it is a word that goes together dabble ads and it really shouldn't be. Um, it, it's it's a really clever system, really yes, clever, is. isn't it? It's so it's so clever and it's so powerful. And it, the targeting and stuff is so you can get so clear on who you when you know your ideal clients. You can then take that information and put that into Facebook. So you're targeting your ideal clients. And like you said, you know, um, one tweak. And I sometimes we have to kind of read that, you know, it's not a tweak, it's optimizing with the best of our knowledge and our skills and our expertise. Same with you. It's not a tweak, you're doing something small, but it's because of all your knowledge and your expertise and your skills that you're able to even recognize something small might make a difference. And again, with Facebook ads, it does come back to testing. Um, don't get me wrong, you can set up ads and they can go gold straight away, but often they take time patience, perseverance, trying, testing, seeing what works. And like you, tiny little um, change, tweak, optimization um, of a headline, a different copy, a different image, a different video, slightly different targeting of an audience. These can all make their small little changes, a different call to action, but they can make huge differences on the results of the ads that you're getting. And there's more than, you know, there's there's a million different things you can try at any one point. Um, yes. And even, you know, ads can be doing their amazing job of getting all the clicks across to your landing page. If your landing page then is falling short and only converting at 10%, you're losing all, you're leaving all this money on the table, you know? So there's, there's a real kind of journey to it. And again, that follow up, if you're sending people out the freebie that they've asked for, and then you're not giving them any further follow up or nurture, and you might remember to email your list once a month, you know, I've been there, I've done it. I've, I've completely kind of not done the nurture where I'm busy and I'm prioritizing clients. Mm. Um, and then you know you're again you're leaving money on the table and you're 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 missing out on that connection and that community building. Yeah, so it's, it's everything um, that that comes together. Is there an optimum ish time that you like to work with people in their business? So would you suggest that they've probably had their business a year and been selling something and and are really clear on their messaging, or is this something that rather than invest in say a coach or a course for something else or invest in you know websites and branding that people could go straight in when they're looking to invest and grow their business could go straight in and learn at the beginning with you I think a couple of different ways to to look at that the the funnel building and the growing your list what are the first things I'd recommend you do get something set up start building your audience 
online and on your email list. I think it's really, really important. Um, so, so many people come to me and say, oh, I've been meaning to do this for a year or two years and I still haven't got an email list. I'm like, why? You know, start that email list. Now, initially, you might not have the budget for ads. That might be organic. Absolutely fine. What ads does is fast track. So I do, especially like launching, we try and say, well, have you had like proven success organically that this has worked, even in a small way, so we can, it's test and, tested and trialed, and then we can use that information and that data and then run some ads to it. The other side of it is also the, the, the uh, budget that you have. There's different strategies we can use. If you have a smaller budget, and when I say smaller budget, like £10, $10 a day type budget, there are strategies we can put in place to start building that visibility online and start helping you build that email list with a smaller budget. Um, I wouldn't invest in an ads manager until you have minimum £500 budget. I, my clients tend to sit maybe up to that £1,000 a month kind of area um, and maybe up to 10000 on a launch. Different, you know, agencies, different ads managers have different areas they sit in with their ideal clients. If if you're spending kind of 500 and under, then I probably wouldn't recommend you invest in an ads manager or an agency to run your ads because it can work out expensive for you on what you're likely to get back. So under that 500, I always say, great that you're looking at it. Maybe purchase a course and learn and upskill. Don't kind of dabble and try and do it yourself. You know, I've got access to an amazing course that is low cost. You can actually learn how to do things properly and set them up. It's not a bad thing, even if in the future you decide to outsource those ads to a manager because it's not your zone of genius and you don't enjoy it and you want to concentrate on the things that you're best at and your expertise and, and you bring in new money, um, then you want to outsource. But it's certainly not a bad thing to have that that skill level enough and the knowledge and understanding of ads anyway, regardless. Um, you know, I... I have some clients that literally have no desire to learn. Um, and I have some clients that really, really want at least the basics so they can go in. And I think I think it's quite important to know the basics, if, if nothing else. Yeah, I agree. Um, and I think they've made it simpler. There were yes. lots of pages and lots of links and things like that. And, and it, it, it seems to look simpler. I haven't really. Um, but it, I don't know. I mean, I still oh. find it. I'm in there every day, obviously. And I have yeah. different client accounts. And I can be in, you know, different client accounts. And they can look different, the interface. Or someone will have an update and someone hasn't. And this has rolled out and this hasn't. Um, yeah. And I still find some. It looks overwhelming. Like If you go into Ads Manager for the first time, there's a lot of buttons. You don't need to know all of those buttons. Um, so yeah, it looks more overwhelming, I feel, than it needs to be. And again, you know, like uh, two clients had um, uh, VIP day I was hosting this week. They they were like, why are there so many different parts to go to Facebook? And when you have um, to run ads, you need a business manager set up, which most of us over the years have kind of set up if we've been yeah. in business a while. Um, if you're new to business, just follow the Google instructions to set up a business manager. Um, and it's where we house all our assets, basically, like pages, Instagram account, pixels and so forth. It, we were trying to go to business manager. Facebook tried to take you somewhere else, you know, that that's a business suite and they do redirect you. And sometimes you just think, why have they got so many different areas? Why don't they streamline? But yeah, I mean, I'm used to it. But yeah, I still yeah, find they... sometimes it can be a bit bamboozling. Yeah, it's the same with the group, you know, when they changed where yeah. events were and then yes. you've got to click on a different link to just find it in several different ways. And it depends if you're on your phone or on your laptop or what your screen, if you've done an update. Yes, yeah, that changes all the time, doesn't it, as well? Like yeah, different things. And I don't really go into, I don't, I have a group, but I'm not the best at groups. Um, and if I go in every now and again, I'm like, oh, that's changed and things. And 
there's little glitches all the time, you know, whether we're using back end or like you kind of in the groups and pages and little glitches. Well, if you do this, that'll stop this happening or da, 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 and comments not showing and all these different things that mm. we all just kind of accept as well. You know, to be honest, it is just meta. <laughs> oh, oh, totally we do. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So in terms of ads, would you say the ad or mm-hmm. the audience, and, you know, there's probably no, you're going to say you need both, um, are the <laughs> thing that you concentrate on with your clients is it getting the right audience or is it getting the right ad it's all of it yeah it literally is all of it because it one of those things being wrong can make all the difference um and when we get more data back we can learn from it we can optimize as an ads manager facebook itself can optimize and find out what is working what ad is working what creative um what video and copy and images to which audience on which placement with which headline like I said, so many different things to test and you could have some same set of ads set up for two different audiences. They could work completely differently. So it really is, you know, that ad can take off with that audience. That ad can take off with that audience. The other one could go completely flat. It's never done once and that's working. You can have some mm. ads that just stay perfectly working for clients for ages. Um, not to say you're not testing other things, but just this one particular gold ad that just performs yeah uh, which is amazing obviously when that happens but yeah, yeah it is all of it and I think one of the one of my favorite audiences if you've been in business and you have a lovely warm audience around you so if you've got we can't do Facebook groups unfortunately as yet but I think that is coming apparently but Facebook page Instagram um, profile traffic on your website if your pixel is installed um, your email list if you've got all of those places and they're nice warm audiences you can bring those into Facebook and it's Facebook to find you more people like those. So if you've got this core audience and you're just kind of saying, find me more of those people, it's got to look like audience, then that is normally going to be pretty strong yeah. because your core audience is strong. That's so, so clever. That's one of my favorite. That's so clever. Yeah, really is. So setting up the ads, maybe I'm sure maybe I could do like one of your courses mm-hmm. or, we, you know, the VIP thing, set up the ads. <laughs> my next problem is, I look at the screen and I think, I don't know what any, I don't know if that's good. I don't know what that, yep. you know, unless you're in the business, you don't know whether those results, to me, they're just numbers and yes. click through rates or video views. And I can see how oh, that many people watched uh, the video for, you know, 95% of the video or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if that's a good rate for what I've paid for this. That yes. I think is the real next level of skill is that person that's used to seeing all of that data and knowing this this looks good or I think we're way off yeah exactly and I think it's interpreting that and so if you're learning um to do yard yourself that is absolutely part of that learning whether that's you know like you said with the VIP day with me it's something I tell my clients these are the three or four main statistics you need to be looking at so a lot of um, the ads that I set up for clients are conversion ads where we're trying to get an action and that action is basically a lead so we're running um, freebie ads free masterclasses, free challenges that type of thing so you're sending someone to a landing page they sign up give you their name and email address in exchange for the thing you're offering they go to the thank you page facebook will then track the amount of people that end up on that thank you page that is the lead that's the event that you're tracking mm-hmm. um so then you've got a very something very tangible to track you've got a lead a uh, um, you know, potential new clients in your email list for you to continue to nurture. Um, and then you can see the cost per lead in Facebook Ads Manager and you know how much 
you probably know how much a lead is worth to you and your kind of journey, how long it might take somebody to be in your world before they might might decide to take the next step or get in contact or whatever it is. So as an ads manager, we'll always give you a rough indication of a standard kind of cost per lead. But again, they vary dramatically, you know, across the board and industry and your messaging and where you position yourself. I've had clients um, come to me and say, can we run these ads to get people basically on a call? And it was a coach. And she she had a budget of £300 per call booked because she knew she if she booked three calls in, that was going to cost her £900. That was the aim. Um, and she knew she would convert one out of three and her high ticket program was £8,000. So for her, it was still a, an amazing ROI. Um, I've got other clients right at the other end of the spectrum that go for more not necessarily not quality, but they know they attract an element of person that isn't going to convert later on. We're getting 40, 50 pence leads, which are really, 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 really crazy low. But that might be in an industry like manifestation, spirituality, law of attraction. And there might be a lot of people that are attracted to those ads that are just looking to get a free tarot reading or just looking to get something there and then to tell them how to manifest. They're not necessarily going to put that action in. So the quality of the lead is going to be lower than the quality of the person that's paying up to £300. And these are two really extreme examples, Mm. um, paying £300 to get a call because they know they're going to convert one in three. So there's such a vast kind of um, area of, of what, what you're likely to pay as well and industry does make a huge difference to that yeah so um just one last question does it matter what the size of your or so if you haven't you don't feel like you've got a huge following or audience mm-hmm. already online somewhere does that matter or do you need a bit of data is it better yeah. to build so up before you if you're creating the lookalike audiences yes you do need um a decent audience. Facebook say between 500 minimum. I find more 500 to 1,000. So if you've got like a good list of like a 1,000 people and you know they're really high quality, even better if you have that of purchasers because, again, they're more likely to take the action. Um, then Facebook will match those to um, similar people with similar traits and personality and et cetera, et cetera. Then brilliant. Again, with your social media, if you haven't got that and you're starting out and you're, you know, you're a smaller, um, you've got a smaller audience around you, then i look like probably won't work for you but then you would just look at different keywords and interests and job titles and go back to your ideal client and it's really important to have your ideal client sewn up so you can try different things and it's not just the obvious things either sometimes you're looking outside the box for different different people that they follow different influencers podcasts they listen to magazines tv shows where they hang out where they shop you know brands that they like and it's so it's really getting quite in depth in your ideal client and trying different things and some of the audiences that convert are so outside the box of what you would expect to work like makeup brands for instance or you know where they buy their sportswear might convert better than something that is very specific like a job title yeah it's fascinating, but it also blows people's minds because there's so it many. Does. Like, I, yeah, <laughs> there's so many options, um, and I'm sure ads attract us again, like your ideal client, attract a certain type of person. I'm so you know, I would say I'm not very into the tech. That's not really my thing, but I mm-hmm. do love to grow an audience. Um, I do love to grow a community, but I also like um, sort of why I love groups is because they're tangible people they're people I can speak to and I think for me 
you know the looking into ads is is a bit more like my email list it feels like like I'm not really sure who's opening it who's reading it who's speaking to it because because you don't necessarily get that sort of direct connection back but I think it's so clever and we should use everything there is available to us yeah all the things yeah I absolutely think we should be using all of the things yeah it's definitely something I'm looking into and thank you it's fascinating it you know if 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 it was really simple obviously everybody would be using it and we'd all be paying a fortune and it's that Mm -hmm. constant sort of tweaking which is exactly the same as as I do with groups as well um but it's not something that everybody has that intuition with uh you know I feel like I've got an intuition with groups like I can look at a group and do it and I'd be like I just can feel what it needs or what it's lacking or, or or things like that and I think there is something in that in people like you that run ads, like you've got an intuition you can feel because of your experiences as well. And and I think that's important that we should uh, we should listen to that. And yes. um, people like you who who understand that, because it is sad when you hear of people losing a lot of money on ads. Oh, it's or, awful. It's horrible. And even in it, you know, it's not just so it's not just when people have attempted themselves, unfortunately, there are unscrupulous people in the industry, in every industry, I guess. But, you know, I hear of, of horror stories. I was talking to a lady yesterday that had paid two different agencies substantial amounts of money, like £1,500, £2,000 a month plus. And literally, they hadn't been running what I would class as even like proper ads or, yeah, they, let's just say they didn't do a great job. Um, and it's sad, you know, people have lost money. Um so yeah, I always try and run ads as though it's my money. And if I'd be pausing my own ads, I'll be pausing clients mm. in the same way until we've, you know, looked at something else. Yeah, that's another good point. You can pause, you can switch them off and on if you're watching yes. them. If you don't just leave them in the background, yeah, it's a really good point to um to people to know. Um so Katie, where's the best place for people to find you? I, I see a lot of your reels. They make me laugh on Instagram. Is Instagram a good place to find yeah. you? Instagram is. I, just, I think I just do it to entertain myself so more than anything else. But um, yes, Instagram is a good place. Katie Colella Social. I'm pretty much Katie Colella or Katie Colella Social everywhere. So I'm, yeah, you should be able yeah, to find I me. Love, I love to make it easy just by sticking with your name because that Absolutely. does tend to be how people search and find you. Thank you very much. I've really, really enjoyed this, but also learned Thank lots. you. Thank you. Excellent. Well, that's good. Lovely to be here. Thank you. 